Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. You can join us in broadening our minds on the Nameless Debates Discord via the link below, and even feature here yourself, if you've got what it takes. Strictly speaking, I do like Canada as a country. It's very similar to Australia, in some ways. More than America's. But you guys are like the New Zealanders of the North Americas. You guys just need to accept reality and accept that you're part of America. <clears throat> Boasted. <laughs> I don't see a French colonization in America, dude. You don't see? I think they surrendered and left. <laughs> Are those the Canadians? Damn it. Yes. <laughs> America just needs to... America, like... Trump needs to stop thinking about Mexico and a war. He needs to think about the North and seizing that land. It's like seizing that prime land up there. He's like, needs to invade. Take Canada. Then, then, he, then he can have all of, like, Alaska down. Dude, you're gonna fucking trigger Terrence. <laughs> Terrence, you, you, need, no, you need to stand for Canada and you need to build the Southern Wall to Canada. Dude, I, think, out. I think Canadian people would fucking um, torture people by injecting maple syrup in their veins. You have to think that about what they'd be injecting. Good what? pause. <laughs> um, yeah, when I was in Canada, I was expecting the place to smell like maple syrup. I was disappointed. Didn't smell like maple syrup. You guys need to off your game. I have some maple syrup. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff, right? If you scratch the money, it smells like maple syrup. That's true, though. Your money smells like maple syrup. That's just weird. What? Is that intentional? Is that an actual feature? or? Yeah, Yeah, it's like a sticker thing. Yeah, you scratch it. The, The money is scratch and sniff. Okay, maybe. I, I don't really care anyway. Aussie money is Canadians are so fascinated with lotteries. I don't know about lotteries, but gambling. Gambling too. You guys really do like hockey. Not like, no kidding. Holy crap. I'm not too much of a fan of hockey. but Are you Canadian? No. That's why. Ah. You know, that could, <laughs> that could, that could be it. And poutine is kind of disgusting, just saying. Dude, you have no taste in food. <laughs> the hell is poutine? What's the best, what's the best thing you ever tasted? <laughs> um, I like Asian cooking. You want to be familiar with it? I don't even know the name yes, of it. I am. I'm from Bangladesh, dude. What the fuck? I, no, I'm talking about like Malaysian cuisine. I don't know. Oh yes, be... I'm familiar. Yeah, I'm familiar with those as well. Why are you from all the places? Anyway, no, I'm not like, from okay. there. I'm familiar with uh, culinary. Like chakwaitel? Do you know the dish? I think I've heard of it. Yeah, good dish. Um, miss- made of rice noodles. I guess they never miss. Huh. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But. Malaysian cuisine is overpowered.
like what like what kind of food do you like like especially like wholesome soul food <laughs> a variety spices. i get i get bored it's just a variety like um like i'll mix it up i'll have italian and japanese maybe indian then something i don't know whatever how perception affects truth and how truth affects the person or society uh hmm well i think that each of us kind of exists midnight hmm? you should read out the full question if you're going to respond to it <laughs> oh okay so as Azriel's like said, um, he hasn't mean to intrude, but he's been listening and wondering about our ideas on how perception affects truth and how that truth affects person and or society. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the question. Hmm. Is truth based on consensus? Well, I mean, everything well, to generally, me... Not like what is, but what is considered the truth right yeah to me everything comes in through perception you perceive other people you perceive their consensus right uh, all of that has to become like all that's filtered through your own experience it is your all experience. of it comes into you through the exactly fucking pervis i'll what? wreck you what i do <laughs> crinkling some bullshit motherfucker. You drop that shit right Cheese and dude, dude you fucking like crinkled the packet into your microphone. I did not. <laughs> you did. <dude. laughs> I anyway, like um. So you know, all of it's filtered, all of it's presented to us as like an experience that you have. Then we are categorized, conceptualized, right? And I think that at some point in time, we have a language. And then the language itself dictates how you can and can't think about the world you appear to be in. And that's interesting because it yep, means that there's I some, that. Yeah, it means that there's some ideas that might not just might not occur be available to you. at uh, the moment. Yeah. Some ideas are gonna be more uh, uh, more available to you because of your language and some that are yes. less available to you. Yes. Um how do you explain flat earthers? Terrence! Terrence! The? the thing about being fucking derailing. <laughs> so, okay. uh. So, you know, the. You know, the, we, can we can eat for the sake of the discussion. We can easily just. But just because we're all looking at it, you know, all experiencing it. Oh. Flat earthers are. Somehow they experience the same world I do, and they infer that the planet is flat. It's actually kind of a uh, interesting scenario. Yeah, but they use their intuitions, right? So that's like really fucked up because you're like they have the same sensory information, mm -hmm. but you know you're conceptualizing it differently. Yes. Yeah, I would say I would happily say that. Um, if me and a flat earther were to 
talk about um, predicting the world, I should be able to come out ahead. Uh, for them to kind of keep up, they're going to have to add in all these ad hoc ideas just to save themselves. They're not going to be able to outpace me. They're just going to be able to keep up at best. right? Yes, but it doesn't matter to them because they have come to the conclusion with their intuitions, with their framework of linguistics, and with their epistemology, however fucked up that is. Yeah. So, like, why should he listen to you? Oh, I'm not saying he will. Oh, no, I'm not saying he will either, but I'm saying why should he? Well, I think if you were to share my idea of science, what makes for good thinking, then that person would favor simplicity and potency, particularly when they occur together, right? And I'm saying that I have a conception of the world that is simpler. It requires less saving, right? It lines up a little better. It sounds like you're talking about what I think, eh? Occam Tracer? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I, the principle of parsimony is, like, fundamental to the way that yeah. I think about the world. I'm not saying it's perfectly simple, because I am, at least to their view, I might be saying a couple of ludicrous things that they think are conjecturing too much. But I think on the whole, um, where I come ahead isn't necessarily, won't always be simplicity, but it will be efficacy. Should be able to outpace it. They're just going to have to constantly inject in all these ad hocs. That's what it's going to take. Right? For me, you know, something like the GPS works because the world is but, flat in the orbit. But, I, don't need to, I don't need to give you a five-star, I don't need to give you a five-step theory on why a <laughs> GPS appears to work on a spherical basis, but actually is working on a flat world. <clears throat> What about something more correlated to logic, right? What about saying the flying spaghetti monster did it? How in the hell? I mean, that's not in. Yo, wait. So, basically... You would make better predictions about reality than someone who isn't looking at reality the way you are, right? If I'm right, yeah. It's like an arms race. So better predictions equals to better... Uh, a better model equals... Uh, a better model fits reality better. That's it. That's what it means to have a good model. It just fits reality. <clears throat> Closely. Doesn't have to be perfect, but yeah. Um, but isn't? But you see, it's like flat earthers consider the flat Earth as their reality, right? Yes, they do. And this partially answers Azriel's question. One of the thing is, um, oh, yeah, one to... thing that's important is that this is like an ongoing. Pro- has momentum, right? So if you start out as a flat earther, what you're going to try and do is fit reality to a flat earth, right? And that's going to skew. Like you, you have the same perception <coughs> me, but your project is to try and kind of make your worldview fit what you see. And you can do it, 
Um, yeah, you can do that for um, quite a long time. And and to put it simply as well, like what you unconsciously do is you sort of like accidentally remember the times that the evidence uh, matched up with what you thought it would, and you forget most of the times it doesn't. Weird flex, but okay. That's true. It's a like recognized cognitive bias, dude. Yeah, dude. Yep. So I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm, just... I'm not sure the the versions of the truth. The truth's a bit of a weird word, and at least when I'm talking, I, like it's. What's going to happen is they're different models, rival models, right? You got the flat Earth model. Got my. Earth is a <laughs> spheroid. Don't, never, please don't say that. <laughs> what? Flat Earth. I mean, it is a model, but it sounds yeah, so. It's definitely it's a not a model of truth, dude. It, yeah, but it still is a model. It, truth's not going to be the word I want to use here. What I'm going to say is that you can say that they're in competition, right? And all I'm going to say is I will just assert. That the flat, flat Earth model will tend to bloat in order to keep up, right? The the loss isn't necessarily that they can't explain everything with enough ad hocing; they can explain it all, right? But their their little model bloats to ridiculous sizes to do it, right? It's 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 like you know a laundry list of exceptions, uh, begging and so on. I mean that that's a an objection that I'm predisposed to agree with. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, I think that's like that's like you know an arms race, <laughs> like a nice kind of way of describing it. It's a bit of an arms race, and I've got basically the model that's going to just perform better, just better performance. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I don't I don't personally think that your model would perform better than mine, but. <laughs> yeah, we're, we've talked about that. Oh, is, these are models with regard to explaining um, natural phenomena. So ours should be pretty much identical, provided. Well, they're I, they're identical up to the degree that uh, you admit that you don't know much about ontology, and I'm basing like everything else I know about the world in what I know about ontology. Yeah, sure. Though I don't think the difference makes. So you know. Like I said, I don't think it makes any... Well, we, we had a long argument, though, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm talking about endpoints, right? So between you and me, we're both going to give about the same description of GPS, quantum physics, you know, any kind of natural phenomena is yes. going to have roughly yeah. the same description. So it's not going to... Yeah, but, but, gonna... but the way that you manage to justify your opinions and the things that you know about the world is going to differ drastically from the way that I justify mine. Yes, uh, but doesn't matter. As long as our models kind of fit reality, it's fine. Well, I mean, I think it does matter to people, though, because people prefer uh, explanations both which fit reality and which are justified. Um, I think you never get to... I think once you, when you have more criterion, you nearly always get pulled to consider which one counts for more. Right? But you can still value both. You don't... Like, it's not... Oh, I'm you can, not even you can value both, but you'll nearly always get You'll get scenarios, situations that you you're gonna have to choose eventually. I'm guessing at what you said, but you cut out. Oh, I feel like you're gonna get torn between the two criteria, because what'll happen is you might get a scenario where 
um, logic demands one thing, and fitting reality to that demands another. No, logic I mean, doesn't, 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 wait a minute. Doesn't logic demand that you fit your logic to reality? Well, like I said, we outlined mm. earlier the issues with something like quantum gravity, right? So yeah, but that, we no, that that's, 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 wait, 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 wait. That's evidence that we have not yet figured out how to map our logic to reality. Not that we're no, not trying. Current, its current form is equivalent to a reductio ad absurdum. So if you were like we explain it very easily, right? There, there are theories that work at different scopes and we don't understand why or how they're supposed to mesh and maybe they don't. Maybe something integrates the ideas but like puts them in a way that isn't contradictory and we wouldn't know if that was the case. Yeah, so what I'm suggesting, what I'm getting at is the idea that you already prior to this already decided efficacy is slightly more than uh, internal consistency, for example. Right? Uh, I don't accept that. I put I put consistency in general above efficacy. Yeah, I really con efficacy and consistency in general are like identical. They're they the are not. They are not identical. You're you're very wrong about that. I what I prefer to talk about is how well your model fits reality. You're talking about measurable, observable, phenomenological consistency. I'm talking about consistency in general, ontologically. Like consistency and I novelty? No differences. I really no, don't. There's a difference between consistency okay, and novelty so and consistency, consistency in general. Like ontologically speaking, what I mean when, I, when I'm talking about consistency is I'm talking about the consistency um, that exists in the definition of what objects are. Like the objective world's definition of what an object is. Okay. Yeah, that consistency is what I'm referring to when I say consistency in general. That's different right. to the consistency you're talking about. Yep, I'm talking about the fit to the phenomenon, which I'm happy with. I know, and I, I'm saying like I use that and then I go a little bit further, and that's the difference between our opinions. Right. I'm only interested in the fit for the phenomenological world. As long as it fits that, we're good. No, but you can explain the phenomenological world better if you look a little harder. Or a little closer. Uh, as long as you're fitting it, you're fitting it. There's not much to be no, said but, about it. But, but you can fit it better, though. That's the point. And isn't that the goal? That's, that no, would be that's the point. That's what she said. That's, that's the, the goal, right? The point is to fit the phenomenon experience, right? Yeah, so if you could fit it better, don't you want to? You are fitting, that's the point, you are fitting it better. Like, that's it. No, 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 no. I'm that's saying, like, if you could fit it better than you're fitting it now, wouldn't you want that? But you can't. You are just simply fitting. No, you that's can. it. You can. You can fit it better over time. Because, like we were talking about, we're talking yeah, about biases, that's what we're doing. right? The yeah. more that you learn about the way that like knowledge works and stuff like that and the way that your perception works, the better job you do of compensating for it when you're thinking about your perceptions of the world. Yeah, that's also an element of fitting to um phenomenological Yes, but I no 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 but like when that happens, like <clears throat> you're fitting your phenomenological world to the facts of reality. The facts of reality is something you cannot cross-check against. No, but you know your phenomenological I mean, world is based on them, dude. Yeah, but you can't check. So, like, it's but sort of the like... the point is that some of them are phenomenological. What? 
some of the facts of the actual world are phenomenological. That's why the phenomenological world is here. I mean, they all are phenomenological. So no, not they're sure. not. That's the that's the mistake, dude. Dude, there's a difference between existence and what is. Shut up, Terence. <laughs> okay. Regardless, what I'm saying is, uh, you know, you have your phenomenological. You know, if a phenomenological reality is a hand, right? Then I only care for fitting a glove around it. No, but the glove that you're fitting around it is actually like uh, mm -hmm. only the in. You only you've only got the inside bit of the glove, dude. What? You only have the bit of the glove where your hand goes in. You don't have the exterior bit outside. Um, the hand. I disagree. I mean, I look at. Physics, I well, think I it's mean, that's that's the observation glass. that I'm making. Yeah, you know the inside. You don't know how the outside constitutes the inside, though. Oh, I don't need to know that. Like, so I, I don't accept at... that. So you, you know, have to I... know the obverse of what reality. Oh, I don't obverse. Um, I know that's a word. It's just a ways me right now. But um, what I'm saying is like you know. So if I want to know, if I want to talk about microscopic, uh. You know, the world as it is microscopic, right? I just consult physics. I don't need what to do dabble into physics. Do you know what the world means? I'm talking about the phenomenological world. You know that, right? Yeah, and that seems silly to me. Why are you limiting why? the world to. Because why would you limit the world to phenomenology, dude? But why shouldn't I? Because the world constitutes a basis for, for your phenomenological experience of it, right? But insofar as, like, subjectivity exists in the world, the world is more primal than subjectivity, <laughs> obviously. Like, obviously, you believe in the theory of evolution, so you believe that the subjective phenomenological experience of the world evolved from non-phenomenological matter. Is it an objective phenomenological experience of the world? What? Subjective. No, no. You, yes, you're saying that. So is there an objective phenomenological experience? Yes, but it's called subjectivity. The objective phenomenological experience is called subjectivity. Yes, exactly. exactly. Oh, dude, that's a good one, InSync. What? That's a pretty good one. I'm going to write that down, dude. Yeah, dude, it's Wait, like... The yeah. objective phenomenological experience of the world is subjectivity. Yes. Yeah. No, not making sense to me. That's okay, dude. The universe Maybe... looking at itself. Objectivity looking at itself is subjectivity, right? Objectivity encompasses subjectivity. Subjectivity arises out of objectivity. Do you get what it? Was the... So, you realize that the phenomenological experience is that which is perceived by human beings. Since human beings are subject, it is all of it is subjective, right? <laughs> no, but the thing you're it not understanding, dude, is humans that are not like, objects, dude, yeah. dude, 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 phenomenology is fundamentally a subjective perception of the way things are. It's how we break down the wave function of reality. 
in spookier senses. The wave function of reality. I, I don't know what Terrence is talking about, dude. Just ignore him. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, the phenomenological, right, is to do with human experience. Human experience is subjective. Not... It's to do with subjective experience, not just human experience. Yes, experience well, itself, what is experience, though? Yeah, it's to do with, like, the fact that subjectivity have experiences of the world with particular perspectives, and that that's different from the world itself, and that's the whole point. Like, when you're talking about something that's, pheno like, phenomenologically the case, it is consistent with perception. You have to understand that there's an obvious and necessary distinction to be made between that which is consistent with perception and that which is consistent with what actually is. So objectivity yes, produces subjectivity. There's no anchor to saying what no, but, is considered no, no, actually but the, because we don't experience the it. thing is that that what actually is is the anchor for phenomenological truth yes yes that so would be... we have to talk about it when we're talking yeah, about no, no. things being phenomenologically true yeah, yeah it's it's the it's what underlies it right so you know the there is a numenor that inspires the phenomena right but it is not clear to us uh, how the phenomena is related to. That's the part that's tough. 